0: all right welcome to the Rewired podcast i have a special guest today uh name is lee davy lee davy welcome brother
1: thank you brother I'm, uh, I'm so super grateful to be here
0: yeah thank you um you know typically i'll i'll uh, introduce guests sort of by uh you know what they do but you have so many things that you do so um i think we'll just kind of step back a little bit and share a bit about that but i'll just say in my own experience i've known lee for a couple of years now uh, you know, I would consider uh, Lee a friend, certainly a, a colleague as a light worker and trying to evolve consciousness. But Lee's also been uh, a mentor to me in uh, breathwork and and five D breathwork, which we'll talk a little bit about later. Uh, which is a, a very powerful modality, which I've been sharing with many many people since then. Um, so that's wonderful. But Lee, I'm curious, man, because like when I check out your your website, and I I love how you've got um there's one section and, and you know going back to being a gym guy and and you know i think we are relatable in that regard too i owned a gym and come from that background and so it's great to see people transforming not only their bodies but their uh minds and souls as well but um your journey seems to go back almost 30 years or you've got it sort of mapped out that way so i'm just curious for you you know and and for you know from there's a lot of men out there who our gym guys and who might be starting to feel sort of like there's more to life than just the body and the physical for you, what was it that sort of put you on this path in the trajectory?
1: Yeah, man. Great, great question. And, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go back and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll fast forward as well. But uh, I just remember as a, you know, as a, as a kid, you know, 13, 14 years old, just, starting to ask questions, you know, I had, had anxiety. I was always a, a people pleaser and, and, you know, just never really felt comfortable in my own skin. And, you know, I, I played hockey early on and, um, but then found the gym and just, you know, from, from the first workout, it was, man, this hurts and it's, it's painful, but there's, there's something about it that I just, you know, I just fell in love with. Um, And then, you know, so many years with that, and and learning the nutrition side of things and, and detoxification and nootropics and you know really everything that comes with that world i still found myself just asking like what like there's more you know even though i i look good and i feel healthy and i've got energy um lots of energy something something felt like it was missing you know and I, and so i started to search um outside of that or, or maybe uh, more accurately inside you know and and can i really feel comfortable in my own skin and and you know if i were to really boil it down it's like where where's the the truth you know because we're so we're so this our society the 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 way we're brought up we're we're so taught to perceive everything through our senses i'm like okay if if i look good and i'm working out and i'm you know doing all the things then why do i still still feel like this inside why do i still have this Anxiousness and and these fears and that sort of thing, and you know really that's that's where my whole world started to open up, you know and and I I went through uh, numerous numerous plant medicine ceremonies and um, found ayahuasca in, in 2011, did a multitude of those, um, found breathwork uh, just you know maybe six seven years ago. And what I really started to discover after after owning uh, a gym for over a decade was there's so much more to us than the physical, you know, and and um, once I opened up to that, it's like my whole world started to open up, you know, and, and it's it may sound cliche, but we are spirits having a physical experience. And if we don't align that aspect of ourselves, if we don't, you know, connect to God, source, you know, through things like meditation and breath work, and and all these other other things, and have an understanding of of really, you know, kind of how the mind and the body actually works, then I feel like we're only, we're just, we're just, you know, really on the surface. You know, we're we're and and so um, from my own journey, it's it's just been this beautiful self discovery of like, wow, this this is a piece of my puzzle, this allows me to feel a little bit better, this allows me to have a little bit more energy, this brings in clarity of mind, you know, and, and so, yeah, it's it's really been a 30-year a journey of, like, putting those pieces together, and saying, okay, like, this is, if I do these things, and I commit to my, my self, and my sacred self-practice, is, is what I call it, um, then I can feel more whole, I can align the the mind, body, spirit aspects of of who I truly am, and once I'm able to do that, I can I can really show up more fully in my life on every level. I can live a more balanced life. I can I can, you know, essentially create peak performance in in every area. It doesn't just have to be with regards to money or with regards to my health. I can deepen my relationships, first of and foremost, you know, with with God, with Source, and and myself, and then that allows me to show up. You know really fully happy healthy vibrant and and excited you know in, in all aspects of life
0: yeah i love that brother there's there's a lot of uh parallels with your story as well with with my own and and uh even the, the plant medicine date and the in the breathwork sort of uh six seven years of that um I'm just curious because, you know, and everything you said makes so much sense because you've been on this path for a while and you've been doing that work, the sacred self-practice, which I want to ask you about later. Uh, But for those people who feel that that nudge or feeling that sort of like for me, it was just kind of like I was feeling a bit anxious and depressed. I was feeling uh, there must be something more. For me, it took something catastrophic for me to actually then commit to doing that. self, the sacred self-practice and all the different things because, you know, as you know, those things begin to compound and there's layers and layers of beauty behind this work, but it's yeah. not something that, you know, typically, um, you know, in, in the masculine and a gym guy would typically just start to do. So for you, when you started to feel that, and you did mention the plant medicine, the breath work, but I mean, what there, were, there would be other steps there. Like, what was it for you that just get you started and stayed, you know, continuously dedicated and committed to that path?
1: You know, I, I great question. Um, uh, I really imagine it was the the search for truth, and and how can I feel whole? How can I feel happy? You know, in in this physical form. You know, and and um, whether it's you know the the when the student is ready, the teacher appears, or mm-hmm. you know vice versa. It's it's like I feel like every step just just kind of led to the next, and and I found myself being okay, like. I can actually feel this good. And, and what I've, what I've discovered in in my own journey is there's always more, you know, there's, there's always more love. There's always more wholeness. There's always more energy, you know, and, and, I imagine the old kind of program, the old paradigm is like, Hey, this is as good as it gets and good enough is good enough. And, um, and you know, as we age, our, health will start to decline and our body falls apart and our mind isn't as clear. And and I just found myself, you know, just asking the questions and, and realizing on this journey that that doesn't have to be the case, you know, and, and there is always more. And, you know, just, just that, just that little realization that there's always more and, and even the question, you know, can I feel better? Can I have more energy? Can I have more focus and clarity of mind? um those are the questions i kind of ask myself on a regular basis and again what i've discovered is with with every little tool with every little piece um we absolutely can you know and and as we age we can actually get better we can have more energy we can have more clarity of mind um be more focused be more on purpose in every aspect in every area of our life yeah
0: um what, what I really love and admire about you, brother, is the fact that you are taking that work for yourself and you really are committed to creating community and, and cascading this message to more and more people. And I've been uh, you know, grateful to be a part of uh, of some of that. Most recently was the Peak Performance uh, Initiative, and I had an opportunity to, to sit on your panel. And through that, I met some uh, another bunch of wonderful people as well who are part of your network. Peak performance, I think, is something that everybody uh you know strives to do, I would think, and and in, in some way. And obviously that alignment that you mentioned um, from the inside out is so important to get there. A couple of questions around peak performance. I'm just curious because you spent so much time interviewing so many great minds and so you know, sharing so many great ideas. What would be you, your takeaway? I guess if you could encapsulate peak performance based on the the collective now has that changed and and what would be the takeaway to share with uh, anybody listening to this
1: yeah another I love your questions bro. Yeah, really on point um I would say that 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 summit for me that that three days was a kind of a full circle moment because I found myself you know over the last couple of years in Tulum and and really kind of deep in the quote unquote spiritual community and you know, a lot of amazing people there and, and, um, you know, doing amazing things. And, um, but I found myself almost, almost like, a moving through this, like a a spiritual superiority, if you will, of like, wait a minute, if we're talking about manifestation all the time, and we're talking about, um, you know, meditation, what about the people that are not inside of, spiritual community you know what about the people that are that are have the regular nine-to-five job or you know the the ceo that's that's focused on the company and the money um but their health is is maybe deteriorating or they're sacrificing their health or they're sacrificing their relationships you know or the 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 um safety worker who's who's on site through the week so he's not able to spend time with his family because he's you know, at the job, making money to pay for the house and, and the family, that he, he doesn't really get to see that often. You know, so so I found myself in this full circle moment of what if it's not about manifestation and it's not about um, you know, meditation per se, but it's about how can we come back into balance in our lives? How can we develop peak performance in every area so that we're not in sacrifice, so that we're, you know able to to live in a strong healthy fit body with a clear focused relaxed peaceful mind instead of on this high alert um overstressed um kind of kind of perspective all the time what would happen if we were able to actually come back into balance in our lives in every area and create peak performance in every area and you know so that was really the kind of the idea behind it and, and what unfolded you know i asked um i asked everyone what peak performance meant to them you know the the 30 speakers and it was so beautiful because there was so like like, there was such a multitude of answers um but if i were to tune into it right now peak performance really is you know about about coming back into balance about you know continuing to push beyond perceived boundaries limitations and really come into alignment with the mind, body, spirit aspects of, of who we truly are, you know, and, and when we do that, I imagine that's when, when the whole world really opens up to us and, and, you know, kind of going back into the spiritual side, you know, that connection with, with God and and, and source and being able to tune in to my emotions you know, Joe Dispenza is, is one of the foremost guys and he talks about, you know, thinking the thought and feeling the feeling, right? And that's what's going to allow us to manifest. But there's a very scientific aspect to all of this because we're actually, with, with every new thought that we think and we return to those thoughts, we're creating a new neurology and we're strengthening that neurology in the brain. And then we 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 cultivate the feelings and the feeling is what draws it back to us, you know? So we're creating a a neurophysiological response we're we're creating proof in the body that that future potential that we want to live into exists you know so so it's again it's like bringing all these pieces together to say there is always more you know and we can experience and feel more health and more gratitude and and that begets more more abundance you know in in all areas of life yeah
0: Uh, that's a beautiful answer brother thank you and you know i i love just the the simple term of alignment and to to that higher source i mean we the 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 term that most people have heard you know getting out of your own way it's really it's really often that it's really tapping into that more often in alignment and be able to to you know to step into that flow and and to really listen and and gain the intuition and wisdom through that practice and i also like what you said earlier about you know, this isn't just meditation. I mean, I, I teach meditation. That's been, you know, for me, the, the longest practice modality. But it's not just one thing. It's it's so many pieces. And that's what I'm learning more and more every day, even to this moment, that, you know, just when you think this is the, the answer and, and or manifestation, as you mentioned, but there's it's a whole number of things. And there's also an incredible amount of consistency and effort and discipline and all the other things that go along with it. To, to encapsulate it to create that full experience to help you become more self-aware so you can t- tune into your own feelings and you do you can actually start to diagnose your own triggers in real time when you're aware of what's happening you know
1: absolutely man and that's you know I, I, I mentioned um, before we started that I'd been hosting uh, some back-to-back retreats and I found my own stuff like I found so many triggers, and and it was such a just a lesson for me in in how to show up, how to show up more humbly, how to show up and actually communicate, you know, fully fully communicate what I'm feeling and and what I'm imagining and and um you know in every situation and and at first it's scary, like the body reacts and you're like oh like there's there's fear here, or there's anger here, or you know whatever it is, but as you said, to be able to be in the moment and very present to say okay. This I'm being triggered and this trigger is taking me back to to the emotion of fear or to the emotion of anger, which is actually cutting me off from my feelings. I imagine feelings are are, you know, in the heart space and we're we're connected to love and excitement and gratitude and, and all those things, but the emotions are what cut us off from that. So, you know, to be able to to show up in this series of containers and to be triggered was was such a blessing because you know, it was such a learning experience for me. Of okay, like this is not, you know, these these emotions are not you. These emotions are are from the past, and they're keeping you from being able to communicate clearly. To you know, from being able to to show up more fully and being connected and compassionate with with others and where they are, and you know, just staying in your heart. So, and 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 that for me. Um, really was another, another layer and level, you know, you mentioned the, the layers and levels to this yeah. and, and it really is, you know? Um, and so that's, that's the kind of the piece that I'm, I'm really um, integrating uh, right now. And, and um, yeah, just super excited for the journey because it, it I don't imagine it stops ever. It's it's just a continuation and we're able to go, you know, into a, to a deeper, more expansive, um understanding of of who we
0: are and how we get to show up yeah and it's funny the more you more you think you know, the more you realize you know you know nothing <laughs> and
1: yeah it's yeah. and it's so
0: funny we had this uh you know the, the I've heard the term the the unlimited capacity for self-deception that humans have. I mean we were able to sort of mask over some of our unsavory parts and not really notice them and not really be present with them. Or um, or you know just or even the little programming and, and patterns that we've had since childhood and and it's so uh, it's so incredible as you continue to do the work how these things come up and uh, and as you said we can integrate those and continue to evolve so that's uh, that's beautiful now you are uh, you just mentioned you just finished some retreats so for anybody watching or listening Lee is in Columbia right now in Medellin, I think you said yeah uh, yeah you just finished a retreat so. I mentioned near the beginning that uh, Lee, um, I did a, a one of Lee's 5D breathwork programs, which has been beautiful. I've got a retreat coming up this weekend. And I will be sharing more 5D breathwork with uh, the folks there. Um, so maybe you can talk a little bit about the 5D breathwork um, and also maybe anything else you did on the r- retreat I'm also um, so fascinated. I have not done a a darkness retreat either. So maybe you could just kind of share a little bit about your retreats and and weave those two things in if that's, (laughs) if that's possible.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. Um, So yeah, with, with the breath work, I I started playing with the breath six, seven years ago, seven, eight years ago, somewhere somewhere around there the time. kind of gets funny, but um, I, I had a friend, take me through uh, a session. He's he's a a really high level Wim Hop guy. Um his name is is Dan DeLewis. He was he was also um spoke at the summit. And the first session, I think we did maybe three rounds and I got the I got the knee where the one side of my body froze up. And you know, again with me, it's like, you know, as soon as I find a, a tool that that I feel like is is part of you know my uh or can be or will be a part of my routine. I do myself do my best to just throw myself into it and, and become the, the embodiment of it and you know it was it was my body was seizing up and and i wasn't quite sure what was happening but my first thought was man i love this i gotta i gotta explore this and, and go deeper and you know that's that's really what i did i just started playing with it and um i ended up in uh in vancouver the last half of, of 2020 with a buddy there and we, uh we co-created the the connected community and we were weaving on events every, you know, every two or three days. And he had the, like the gongs and the sound healing and the, the hand handpan and, and stuff like that. And, and we would just weave back and forth on the breath. And and that, that's where it really started to expand for me and, and take on this kind of multidimensionality and, and multidimensional nature, which is, you know, the the 5d that's what that alludes to um and i you know i remember i was uh i was at the gym i love to do my breath work after after my workouts there's something with the with the lactate that Mm -hmm. you know um that at least for me allows me to to go much faster and much easier after i've done a a solid workout so um I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure the the mechanisms, but I imagine it's to do with the lactate and, and uh, you know, the oxygen and and what's happening with the cells after a workout. Um, But in three successive sessions, I just, and, and, you know, from the, from the training that I'll encourage people to lose themselves. You know, and what I mean by that is, is let go of the thinking mind, let go of, of the thoughts of who you think you are to, to really connect, you know, and, and, And when I did that, it's like just the, the components, the aspects of of the 5D breathwork itself started to come through. Like I didn't, I didn't have paper or anything. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't focusing on it or intending it. It just kind of came through. And it's like, Oh, like you can do this and this and this, you can talk about this, you can add these components and you know, here's a course for you. And I'm like, okay. So I, 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 you know, I got like a pen from the front desk and, and I, I don't even think they had paper. I think I wrote it, wrote it down on napkins, mm. you know? And, and so that's, that's where the 5 D breath work came from. Um, and it's just, I mean, the breath in general is just such a, such an incredible, incredibly powerful, um, uh, tool and what I believe to be medicine, you know, it really is medicine for us. Um, and then I, I take that and just expand it in the retreats. And I love to do the Kind of the hero's journey as a, as an outline, you know, and, and the first part is, you know, what are you what are you letting go of, what are you getting past, you know, in, in your in your life, to create space, you know, and, and as we create space, both in you know from our thoughts and um, within the the kind of the neurochemistry, because the breath allows us to liberate that energy from from the cells, anything that's been stored, any stories, um, you know, and once we create that space. It opens us up to to really tune into the thinking and the feeling of where we want to go in our lives and, and what we want to do. So that's kind of the the you know the the journey, if you will, for um, for more of the yang style retreats, and then the yin retreats. I uh, again just to, just before COVID started, um, I was tuning into Montauk Chia, and he's a he's a darkness um, specialist out of Thailand. And I was going to go and then, you know, wasn't able to. And then uh, about a year and a half ago, it started to come back into my consciousness. And like, maybe I can just do my own darkness retreat. So my first time, I I did two days, just sat with myself. I had had blindfolds and, you know, just uh, and after two days, I'm like, wow, there's there's really something to this. And then the last. uh, I guess I guess it's been about two years because. A year ago, last April, I hosted my first one, and then and, uh, last April, I hosted my second one. The first one we did was about seventy-six hours, and then last year, it's probably the most difficult thing that I've that I've ever done. Um, and really one of the most rewarding because what I found was the first two to three days was my mind trying to occupy itself right Mm -hmm. saying like you're doing these things so you know instead of this I'm going to focus on meditation or I'm going to intend this during a session or um, but in the fourth day something happened and like all of that quieted. I had no intention going into into the session that I did. and I don't know how else to say it. I just I became the darkness. I became the blackness, you know, and from that, just all of a sudden there was there was this 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 root of worthiness and worthiness came to the surface and it was like like the first I don't know thought or awareness that I had was, oh you don't need that anymore and it was like it it bubbled up from the from the like if you can imagine you know um drips in water but the water was the blackness and then from from the drips this root of unworthiness came up and it's like there were scissors or something that was like oh you don't need that anymore and it was clipped and it was it was like it was it was gone you know so um hard to articulate i don't know if that, that came through but um, it just became the blackness you know and, and it was such a beautiful beautiful process
0: wow Uh, did you experience any visions or anything sacred geometry or anything like maybe DMT like in the darkness I, I just listened to um well a while back Aubrey Marcus did a, a retreat several days and he had described after a couple of days of what kind of similar to your experience that there was then there was some kind of light or, or something emerging as well, like visually, or at least uh, in, in the image in your mind, any experience like that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There were, there were, there were different lights. It was, it was really interesting. And I, yeah, I'd say, you know, anywhere after 48 hours, it, it kind of starts and then just gradually continues to, to increase. Wow. And there were, I had like, I had red flashing lights. I had gold lights that would, would come up. Um, Sometimes they would be like constant and continuous. Sometimes they would flash. And then again, towards, towards day three and day four, the, the pineal gland itself began to become super, super activated. And so there was, Mm -hmm. there was geometry and, and, you know, different colors and and stuff like that. And um, what, what I've uh, gained from from looking at some of uh, Montauk stuff is that you know once you get into like days six, seven, and eight that it really really begins to open up and fire. So haven't yeah. haven't gone there just yet, but uh, I imagine that will be. Uh, I'm I'm envisioning some some levels. You know, and, and level one would be like a four day, and then we go to like seven and maybe ten days, and and just see how that unfolds.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully I can catch you on a level one. It's on my to do list, and uh, yeah. I mean, I get, I get how it's a little bit hard sometimes to carve out eight days in darkness, and you would need uh, some layers of support there as well. But um, yeah, that it's such a fascinating thing, I think, and it's uh, such, you know, and and it's so interesting. Some of the work, you know, with the breath, with the darkness, with the cold, just simple elements, how powerful they can be, you know, when used in the in the set and setting with an intention uh it's it's incredible uh lee one thing i wanted to ask you about and i ask everybody who is who comes on here and you already alluded to it as your i think is your self sacred self-care practice or something similar but what does your daily routine look like you know as as uh, it's so important to to be consistent with the practices and, and and to really protect that space for yourself by yourself what what does that look like for you and and does that change from day to day or week to week
1: Absolutely, you know and, and you uh, you mentioned a, a, a number of words like discipline and and you know that sort of thing. and and really that's all it is. I imagine is is just saying, okay, you know before I jump into work or getting ready for work or focused on clients or pick up my phone, I'm actually going to fill my cup. I'm gonna to tend to myself, you know and, and so my alarm actually goes off at at 3:45 and I'll I'll uh, put on a, a series of meditations. Sometimes I end up more on the sleep side of things, but you know, yeah. uh, it's <clears throat> it's happening regardless. Uh, you know, and, and oftentimes I'm in in that kind of in between space. Around six, I'll I'll uh, I'll get up six uh, fifteen or so, and I'll um, I've got this device. It's a, it's a blowing device. It's called a, a Terra Wand, and it actually carries there. There are four or five different technologies. Within this, but it, it carries the frequency of optimal healthy cells. So all it's it's basically like a blow dryer, but I'll um, I'll blow like my hands, my feet, the top of my head, and and sometimes if I have time, like the so essentially you blow the the meridian points, the lymphatic system. Um, so that's that's become a part of my routine, and then I'll uh, I've gotten back into chi building. So I'll I'll build some chi for for. Fifteen to twenty minutes. Then I'll go to the gym. Then on my way back, I'll, I'll start into some breath work, and I'll I'll build more chi. But I'll actually add the breath work for another twenty, maybe thirty minutes after that, and then I typically start my day.
0: Yeah. And, and so, what uh, what would be that sort of time frame, including the workout and everything? How how long is that window?
1: We start from the three or sure yeah i'm usually ready to go by 9 30 okay
0: yeah yeah so that's that's solid and and you know i i whenever i whenever i'm talking to people or coaching people you know to even start with 15 minutes to protect some time i mean there's layers and layers to this and you know like anything the more you put in the more you get out but uh, but yeah i I love i love that and and so do you is it for you I mean for me sometimes it I, I have it so fixed that sometimes I I need to shuffle things up a little bit to keep to keep things flowing and moving um, is that does it change like over time for you or is an evolve or is that usually sort of the foundation of that?
1: it will like uh, I'll I'll change the meditations um I'll change the um the aspects of, of the the Chi building like the Qigong mm-hmm. that I do. And what I found again, uh, on the heels of actually started during the retreat, but on the heels of it, um, was, you know, I, I, like I imagine many people will, would, you know, get distracted with, with YouTube or movies or, you know, different things like that, just to, just to shut, shut things off every once in a while. Yeah. Um, uh, but I found I'm, I'm actually, you know, whether it's listening to Alan Watts or, um, you know, my, my YouTube is just full of, of people talking about the third eye activation or manifestation or, you know, and I, I found I find now that that, you know, when I'm when I'm not working, I'm, when I'm not kind of committed to my regular routine, I'm diving into that stuff. And that is reflecting back to me to stay more focused and, and more connected with source, you know, and, yeah. and so another way to, to look at it for, for those that are more in the, you know, kind of on the world of science is, is tuning into the field. You know, the, this mm-hmm. field of infinite energy is, is all around us. And just an example is, you know, we only perceive one, one billionth of the light spectrum with our eyes, but there are x-rays and radio waves and ultraviolet waves and, you know, all of these different aspects to the light spectrum. But if we're not tuning into it, if we're not acknowledging it or paying attention to it, then, does it really exist? And so so the, the feedback for me with tuning into these videos and and you know this kind of new aspect of of my practice is to say, I can actually tune into it more often. Right. And and I find that I'm doing that, you know, walking down the street, I'll just be like, Hey, show me something, bring me a miracle, make me laugh, you know, do do something like that, you know, and um and so I imagine it's it's added another layer and level of that
0: yeah, to my to my practice. I can relate to the Alan Watts. Uh you know, sometimes I'll just have him going uh in the background and just you know my periphery just captures the odd moment and, and then I do feel like I'm tuning in more because he, just the way he uses his words, but um uh, you yeah. know that's just one example of that. But when you begin to practice that awareness and the you know just the the tuning in um it, it's magic it, it really is you know we talked about you know just the word manifesting which is so used overused i would say but uh but really just connecting into that field uh more often it just opens up so many more things and and if nothing else as you said maybe just a moment of joy or, or laughter you know and, and that's uh and that's a gift as well
1: absolutely absolutely and you know the the miracles really are all around us like life life is a miracle and and I know I, for one, have, have, have gotten so used to kind of taking it for granted, but it's like, you know, whether it's trees or dogs or birds or it's just like tuning into the miracles that, that are every day. And, you know, the, the more that I tune into them, the more they show up in my life and then the more magnificent they become as well. It's like, you know, I, I, I love uh, this is from an old mentor of mine, uh, Bob Proctor, and he used to always say, I'm... I'm always amazed, but I'm never surprised anymore. And so that's, you know, that's that's what's been showing up more and more is is just the amazement, you know, with which the, the field is responding to my acknowledgement of it.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful, brother. So Lee, what's uh, what's coming up next for you? What uh, what can you share with people who are listening? Uh, you know, in terms of connecting with you or events. I know you've always got a, a full calendar of things happening. So what what's uh, what's next up on deck?
1: Yeah, man. Thank you. Um, so just developing the origin, um, we're, we're it's origin network, and and um, it's going to be essentially an ecosystem, a community, and people can can kind of come into it and and move through it in a multitude of ways they can they can uh, try the uh, the breathwork atrium which is more like a membership um, component which we haven't launched yet I've got a uh, I've got a master class a free master class with a workbook and a whole bunch of bonuses coming up on the first uh, online and then on the fourth I start another uh, breathwork deep dive uh, slash teacher training so anybody that's interested in that also launched my um, sacred self six month journey, which is a um, it's based on the, the freedom method. And that's, what's kind of my five step method to total freedom and fulfillment. Um, and then looking at some retreats again in, uh, in January here in Columbia.
0: So there you go. There is a lot on deck. Uh, best, what's <laughs> yeah. the best way to reach it? As I know, Lee, is is your website, I guess on social media as well.
1: Yeah, so the leadavi.com is is actually probably send people to the origin. Um, so it's origin uh, o r i g e n dot network. Um, that's that's the new site that's built. Um, and then uh, yeah, Instagram is at five D breathwork.
0: Okay. amazing well uh having done your your 5d training I, I will say firsthand that uh it's been a game changer for me personally and for uh the people i serve and uh you are a, a great teacher who really gives a shit so it's just, which is really amazing so i appreciate that and i just want to acknowledge you brother just before as we wrap up here for all the work that you're doing i mean you've always been uh a, a great uh friend and and mentor to me but uh you 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 definitely uh, are, are all in on this movement. I, I continually see you working to bring community together. You 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 have done a great job at that. So um, I'm excited about what the future brings.
1: Thank you, man. And and I just want to reflect that back to you. You know, once uh, once we got connected, um, you know, I've I've stayed up to date on on what you're putting out into the world, and and you know all of the coaching and the retreats and um, the podcast, and just you know uh, I want to reflect that back to you. It's super. Super honored to uh, to be connected and, and you know grateful to have you as a as a brother and a reflection and and um, I know I know we're in this together so you know thank you for for everything that you're doing and putting out in the world and I imagine our collaborations and co creations will continue to expand from here.
0: Absolutely, one hundred percent. Thank you, brother. Thank you.